Tech Team Weekly. This show may contain mature language and themes. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Tech Team Weekly, your weekly roundup of everything going on in tech news in the UK. This week brought to you from a very cold country under the grips of Storm Arwen. Uh, we'll go around the hall and see how everyone's getting on. My name is Neil Studd. I'm a tester currently under about a foot of ice. Uh, none of the snow has settled, but um, we've been battered by some winds as well. So uh, all go here. We've also got, um, if we go, go from north to south. So next up, we've got Gwen Diagram. Gwen, how are you doing? Good. It's not too bad here. So there's some snow on the hills, but like, yeah, it's it's pretty cold. It's going to be minus five tonight, apparently, which is very, very exciting. Um, but yeah, I don't know how much snow we'll get. Yeah. Meanwhile, presumably still in his shorts is Sanj down in London. How are you doing, Sanj? I am. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I was complaining. It's like a few degrees here and slightly windy, but uh, now, now I'm, I'm not complaining anymore. Yeah, it, it, it's biting up here. It really, really is. It's one of those, like, you don't want to be outside kind of temperatures. Uh, mm -hmm. So we're having kind of a special episode today. We've got two more left in the season, this one, this week and next week. Uh, this week, we're going to be doing an all stand-up special. We're just going to focus on what's going on in our lives and talking back and forth a bit about that, whereas normally we skip over it quite quickly. Um, we'll also have some feedback from listeners in that time as well. And then next week, we're going to do a... A first season roundup slash retro. We're going to go back and talk about what went well, what didn't, and maybe hear from listeners what they think as well. Uh, but uh, let's get on with it. Social engineering. Uh, Christian Honor said, uh, Tong Garden Centre is five minutes from my house in Leeds, but is indeed in Bradford. Mm -hmm. Tong has an awesome pub. I think you mentioned this, didn't you? Last yeah, week I did. The pain of going to Tong Garden Centre near Christmas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's an awesome, awesome garden centre when there's gardening stuff there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I also know how people can get very uh, militant about local geography. When I first moved to the north uh, and I told everyone I was moving to Manchester and sent them photos, I was repeatedly told, no, that's Salford. You've moved to Salford. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lee Hawkins as well said another entertaining and interesting podcast. Look forward to the final couple of episodes uh, for this year before you take a well-earned break. Uh, thank you, Lee. Chris, thank you, Kristen. Uh, Villa Bone said, uh, watch the first 20 minutes on the exercise bike before I had to pause while I went on the weights. Awesome. Uh, love the legacy equals code with no tests. Also definitely looking up the strangler pattern. Excellent. My favorite things. <laughs> it's it's good to know that, we, that we're good to go on the exercise bike with. What can we do to support weights? Um, maybe we just start shouting motivational slogans every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> yeah. The stand-up. Okay, so it's stand-up time, uh, as per usual, except we're going to drag these out a bit and maybe talk a bit back and forth about our updates. Um, I've been promising a, a big update for a little while now. Um, it's time to announce that um, I am actually starting a new job in January, uh, which is exciting. It is my second change in six months, which isn't brilliant. Um, there's been a couple of previous times in my career where I've done a job for six months and then moved on for, for reasons to do with not liking those companies. And that's very much not the case this time. Um, I've had a great time at Postman. Um, the story behind this, I was actually approached by a company, uh, they're a Brighton-based company uh, in the e-learning space called Elucidat. And they approached me at the start of this year, uh, at the same time as I was interviewing with Postman. Uh, I know one of their developers from a previous role and they put us together and we, we had a good chat. And I said to them all along, look, Postman's my first choice. Uh, I really, I can't see anything that's gonna stop me from taking the Postman job. And indeed there wasn't. Um, they then came back to me six months later and said, we've still not found anyone 
basically up to your standard. Um, they're hiring for a head of quality. So it's my first ever head of quality role. Um, so the buck stops with me, which is uh, scary. But um, they came out to me and said, what if we tried doing these various other things? Uh, one of which includes um, I've managed to negotiate a, a four and a half day week. And so I'll have half a day back to spend with my wife and son on, on days they're both at home, which is amazing. Um, so we had some really uh, productive discussions and some really um, really good candor during those discussions. Like because I'd had interviews with them six months before, I was able to go back to them and say, look, you said these things were going to happen. Um, have they happened? And if not, why not? And we're able to, have, able to have very open discussions. And obviously it's not all a rose garden, but the things that aren't working right, I feel like I have much greater awareness of them now before I've joined that I've ever had with the company before. Like I know what I'm going into uh, and I'm extremely excited. Um, it's going to be interesting. I, I finished at Postman just before Christmas. So the Christmas break is my break between jobs. So it's not going to feel like downtime because that time of the year is always mad, but um, really excited about that. Yeah, congratulations, man. It's amazing. I'm it's, so excited uh, yeah. for you. It, it's been it, 2021 has been a, a weird year. It's going to be an interesting one to look back on. I'm going to do a blog post sometime this week, uh, basically more publicly announcing the upcoming change. Uh, but yeah, changing jobs twice in a pandemic, uh, remote working for both of them. Um, technically, I would have worked for three companies in the past 12 months because obviously I left Money Supermarket earlier this year. Um, it's been an interesting one. <laughs> but mm. um, in, in support of that, I'm actually taking a, a training course this week. Um, there's a a, a, a course of software testers called Rapid Software Testing, um, which um, comes from the, the context-driven school of testing. It was founded by James Back, Michael Bolton. Um, I take take it a couple of times before, 2014, 2015, as a, a classroom one and an online version. Um, so I'm kind of go, doing it again to, to catch up on what I've uh, maybe lost out on over the years. Uh, and also it's it's called Rapid Software Testing Managed. It's a, a management-flavoured one. It's to do with managing testers who are working in that way. So um, very excited to actually, you know, test my testing brain and see what that's up to. Um, and just to finish off with a couple of just annoyances and aggravations, my Pixel 6 is doing my head in. I've never had a phone that I've not instantly fallen in love with, but um, the Pixel 6 is driving me mad. Um, one of the big things I may have mentioned in a previous um, stand up is its notifications are really weird. Like it tries to manage your notification priorities for you, which means that sometimes it waits six hours before telling you you've got an email. You know, you're waiting for something and it's just like, yeah, right, but I just didn't tell you. So I just I find <laughs> oh myself like God. opening apps and refreshing to see whether things have come in because the phone doesn't tell me. I think I'm on top of it now. Um, there was a rumor online or some, someone replied to me saying they thought that um, Pikmin, uh, that the new Android, um, the Nintendo mobile game, was particularly hungry with things like resources and notifications that were stopping them from coming through. Certainly since taking it off my phone, I've not had any problems. I've, I've tweaked a few apps individually. It's, it's working about right now. But there's still the, the hardware aggravation of the fingerprint sensor, uh, which people have been complaining about online. Um, I don't know whether I could show you. Um, it's probably not going to focus very well. But basically, the fingerprint sensor is a, it's an area of the screen. Uh, it's just, The screen is just glass. So there's no like haptic area oh to press on. God. It's a bit of the screen. And when you touch that bit of the screen, um, it lights the screen up really, really bright, like a torch, to, 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 because it can't get... Because there's no sensor in there, it's like when well, I make the screen really bright, I'll be able to read it. If you're trying to unlock your phone at night, that's just like a just like bram, just bright light in your face. It's it's not particularly accurate. There are some there are some software fixes coming out for it, but it's not going to fix the fact that it's just an area of the glass that doesn't work very well. Um, I'm very very close to just knocking on the head, throwing it away, and going back to either my Pixel Three or getting another one because it's it's like it's this thing you touch fifty a hundred times a day, and it's never quite right. Um, it's a bit disappointing for me. Um, Wow, you were really yeah. excited about getting that phone. <laughs> I, I waited so long. I, I don't know whether that's mm. what it was like. Just like it couldn't live up to the hype. Like, mm. um, 
without derailing the conversation completely in a couple of weeks time there's a new spider-man movie coming out that there's all these crazy internet rumors going around about how they're going to bring in people from other films like some of them have been announced but some people like like they might bring old spider-men back spider-men yeah like the actors from the previous films and that marvel are denying it uh but marvel now can't win because either those characters won't be in it in which case the internet has got itself up for a disappointment or they will be in it and the internet will go yeah we told you so that's not interesting we've been saying they were going to be in there all along uh, and i think hype culture is a, a major major problem for us these days i think we all need to just, mm. uh, take it take a breather uh and then i'm just gonna wrap up by saying i think i'm gonna take a breather from twitter for a while um there are good things happening on twitter but my main day-to-day interaction is diving into comments of things i don't want to read and then just blocking every single person in there hoping i can make all the bad people go away and it's not it's not productive and like i just sit there going what am i doing and um i think just a little bit of time out, particularly while we've got six weeks off from the podcast, or I don't need to do podcast-related things on Twitter. I think I'm just going to have a break over Christmas, just, just uh, for my sanity. Interesting. The Pixel the Pixel 6 with the light, that's just not very neurodiverse either, is it? Like, that will upset a lot of people, I would imagine. Yeah. Why they've done it, I'm not sure. So the, the Pixel 3, which I've got here, had a, had a perfectly functional like sensor on mm. the back that you held your finger on, and it works straight away. This fingerprint sensor is slow uh, because it has to try and get a read on it uh, through effectively glass um mm. it's very odd and i guess this is the thing with technology right i mean they're trying to do something new and fancy right and sleek and then like you know amazing from the 40th century or something yeah and i guess you know yeah it is kind of a, and although it's it's the pixel six it's kind of a, a new um direction for, for google because they, they built all the internals themselves as well. so they're using their own processor chip inside um that they reckon they can optimize better and the, the phone experience itself once once it's unlocked and you're not worried about notifications it's sleek lovely no complaints at all but um yeah this is the the, the challenge of living on the bleeding edge is sometimes people don't get things right it's funny you don't really think of phones as doing like bleeding edge stuff anymore like mm. it made me think of like back in must have been about 2011 my uh i bought a new machine for my ceo at the time and it was an acer and it was touch screen on both sides like it was entirely screens mm. and i was like larry this is going to make you look so cool when you're <laughs> on planes like everyone's going to be really impressed by this piece of kit and it was a piece of shit like and it was so bad he was so upset because he wasn't that uh he wasn't very technology good i don't know words <laughs> tech savvy, but yeah, savvy. He fucking, yeah he fucking sucked at technology anyway <laughs> not tech savvy at all and he just struggled so much and yeah well too bad i guess i guess next year we'll know what you did whether you kept your phone or not yeah when we come yeah. back it will either be on fire in yeah. a corner or uh yeah or i'll be loving it by then or just don't ever lock it just you know leave it unlocked forever yeah with a child <laughs> in the house i need the lock to be as secure as possible before I, before I end up buying things that i don't expect neil did you do you do much mobile testing i don't know uh not at postman because uh postman primarily yeah. is a, a desktop slash web app um there, there are some some um I can't say anything about whether anything is happening on the mobile front for them, but um, certainly when I was at Money Supermarket, we have Money Supermarket apps and the majority of customers are, are through the website. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I've done a bit, um, again, at Money Supermarket, I mostly worked on back-end services, like the stuff that drove nice. the site. So um, mm -hmm. I worked with a lot of mobile testers and supporting and managing some mobile testers. Uh, so I, I've done a few like like browser stack type uh, Appium type things before um, in terms yeah. of testing on mobile, uh, but it, it's not really my meat and uh, two veg. 
I um I had to do some yesterday because uh, we didn't have any testers in, and so I went back to testing for the day to try and help out. And uh, we have to do a lot of accessibility testing at work. And uh, like I'm not very good at accessibility testing; I find it overwhelming and stuff like that. But if you if you don't turn off accessibility, like the voiceover thing, and your iPad locks, you have to pull up really really slowly to unlock it. And I can't do it because I can't do anything slowly. Mm. And so I had to get my partner to like help me unlock it. And it's just the most frustrating thing when you can't get into your fucking device. Mm. You're just like, just unlock. Uh, but, yeah. I, I need to get that feature for Twitter to stop me opening Twitter. Like on my new phone, I've not even installed the Twitter app. I thought that was a really good way of breaking my uh, habit of nipping into there. But I just find myself opening a web browser loading Twitter. Like I, I think I need to install, <laughs> you can get like, extensions um for your phone that will or apps that will block sites but all those apps have to act as basically like a they effectively install a proxy on your phone you, you feed all mm -hmm. traffic through that, that app and i'm like none of these apps are, are well known enough that i really want to do that just send all my traffic through somebody but um yeah actually to slap myself on the wrist more i can i've got a solution for you give me your um password and i'll go in there and i'll change it then you won't be able to get in that's that's a good idea i thought of changing my password but also i use one password so i'd still have the password yeah, yeah. yeah maybe i let, let you manage my passwords over christmas yeah, sure uh, uh, yeah do i trust you more than some random person off the internet marginally yes more, just tiny, <laughs> tiny bit, perhaps. all right cool uh thank you uh just a very quick one for me not not a whole lot of exciting things no no three jobs no no new <laughs> job coming up uh but work is work is going okay uh this week i've been working on our documentation so the documentation is actually uh, phenomenal i think it's really really great all the setup and everything uh, is really well done um there's like very very tiny little areas where they're either outdated or need a little bit of um, patching up so i'm working on some of that it's sort of around testing because like you know it's guy like devs where we're responsible for our own uh, test automation um so yeah it's like a one little uh, edge of the testing sort of um uh, space that we work in. Uh, I'm working on documentation on that. And uh, it's nice because it gives me a chance to sort of actually get really familiar with all that stuff, you know, really, really uh, become a bit of a, an, a subject matter expert or actually, or at least more than I am now. Um, I actually got my COVID booster um, like four or five days ago. And then I got the flu jab the day after that. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm feeling fine. Be human now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm resistant to everything. <laughs> I, I felt nothing at all, just a sore arm for a couple of days. Did um, you still get AstraZeneca or did you get something different? Uh, I got the Moderna booster and I had the originally the Pfizer um, Beyond oh, cool. jabs. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. There was, I mean, I was happy to, to see there was actually quite a queue. There was like 20 or 30 people in front of me, although it moved very, very quickly. Um, mm -hmm. That was all good. Um, the last month or so i've been kind of like toying with the idea of like making a game because like i have kind of you know it's always interesting to just pick up new languages you know see how different things are coded so i dabble in games once in a while i made like a roblox game a year or two ago that's like a kid sort of gaming platform i've been thinking about making like a 2d game with this game engine called uh, godot if you've heard of it it's kind of it's spelled godot but i think it's actually pronounced godot i was toying with the idea then I did all my research of what I would have to sort of learn and pick up. And I was like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I've got it, but, uh, but we'll, we'll see that might happen. Um, it's getting really cold. Uh, even though I'm, I've got nothing to complain about apparently as we heard <laughs> in the beginning, I, it's still really cold. And like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, 
this is the weather where I don't like to go out or do anything. So I bought a jigsaw. I started doing a jigsaw. Kev will be happy to hear that. Um, and that's about it, really. So can you tell me more about the testing docs, Sanj? Like, so sure. what are you using for it? Like, like, are you using Swagger or something? Or is it like mm. plain, like, documentation? Yeah. It's... Sorry to that. I, was, I was just interested <laughs> whether these are internal or external, because I know some large broadcasters do have some, some public repos, like BBC publishes quite a lot of stuff about their internal testing frameworks. Mm -hmm. Yes, I I don't know um, to what extent Sky have like open source or public repositories or engineering information out there. This is fully internal, and it's just it's just regular Markdown. I mean, throughout the estate, there is a good amount of like really good automated sort of uh, uh, test documentation, and you know we use Swagger and this and that everywhere. Um, but this is just regular old Markdown. It's regular elbow, just elbow work, running through all the steps, making sure everything still works, and you know, can everyone do it in every different environment, and, and just make sure I document things. You know, nice. That's cool. All right, cool. So uh, I hurt my throat last night because uh, we made beans on toast for tea because uh, we can. I was like, I can't be asked to cook, and Ash was like, Do you want beans on toast? And I was like, Fuck yes, that sounds amazing. So. Uh, we made it on some really nice sourdough, but uh, I eat really, really fast. It's terrifying to watch me eat and I don't really chew. And so I had some of the toast and because it was sourdough, it was really hard and I swallowed it like pretty much whole and I ripped the shit out of my throat. So it's quite sore. Um, it's only sore when I swallow though, really. Like, so that's okay. Like, bit of a wild ride the past couple of months um like i was really really close to burning out i managed to get away with it i think but i'm like totally still not on top of my game i'm like still like struggling with like getting shit started and replying to emails which i'm usually pretty bad at but i'm like really really bad at it at the moment so like yeah i just need to sort myself out um so i've also got like a role change so I'm going to be head of engineering now, which is like pretty wild because I only accidentally became an engineering manager around June 2019. So it's become very apparent this week uh, that I have so much to fucking learn. So I need to really figure out on how I'm going to improve for next year. So I'm doing things like uh, sorting out people's pay, like putting them on the engineering framework and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I'm not very confident in doing this. Um, so yeah, I've got like H, like the people team helping me loads, but I just need to get better at a whole lot of things uh, pretty fast, I think. So I don't know if I want a mentor, maybe I'll consider that, but um, I definitely want to go to lead dev next year. So there's one in New York in April. I might try and go to that because I think I'm kind of like, I need to skill the fuck up really fast now. Um, yeah, there's kind of a lot, I feel. So, yeah, I'll see. Um, and, yeah, uh, that all kind of came from uh, me having a really ace remote hangout with Beth Marshall this week, um, who, like, we don't know super well. We know, like, online. But, yeah, uh, she, it was just so lovely. And, like, we're going to hang out more, I think, because, yeah, we get on really well. But she asked what I wanted to do for next year. And I'm just like... I've got no fucking idea, but like the only thing I had was like, I just really want to be able to see my family in Australia. I really miss my sister. I haven't been since the end of 2018. Um, so yeah, like have to see how it goes with Omni Omicron. 
Um, mm, the new yeah. variant, which yeah. like totally sounds like a transformer. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, and yeah, like as like I'm at this like turn in my career, uh, I need to figure out what I want to do about talking at conferences as well, um, because I'm like, yeah. So just really big changes. It's kind of weird moving further away from testing, like even further away because it's where my community is. Uh, so I need to like put more effort into getting into the leadership community and finding out where that is and stuff like that. So yeah, just been thinking about it quite a bit, like since I spoke to Beth. So thanks Beth for triggering lots of thoughts. Yeah, I, I think we should definitely use our listenership for that. If anyone uh, knows of any really good dev communities, uh, obviously uh, both Gwen and I are very familiar with the Ministry of Testing in the world of test, but you know, dev style communities that are are open and welcoming, and um, well, I'm sure sure many of the most communities are. But um, yeah, some pointers there would, would be very helpful. I, I, I'm very similar. I don't really know what community space I'm moving into next, uh, but yeah. And again, I, I did a talk this week that went really well. Um, but it's kind of there was a testing flavor to it, but it wasn't for testers. It could be presented to anybody. So uh, I might try reaching out and doing some talks at some uh, dev events next year. So there's the um, there's the Rand Slack, which I'm in, but I haven't been I haven't gotten myself like actually integrated into it yet. Um, and that just seems really, really good. That's kind of the lead dev community and stuff like that. So like, yeah, and there's lots of management stuff there. So I'm going to, I think I'm going to have a look at some of Pat Kua's stuff as well um, and try and track down some of his stuff to see how I can improve on the management side. And yeah, like the whole management side, there's just a whole new thing. So Rans has a new book, which I've bought for, like, which I bought when I was looking for books for Neil, I ended up buying one for myself. Uh, Always the way. So, You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I'll uh, I'll report on what that's like as well. Yeah, getting a mentor is not a bad shout, you know. Yeah, I think I think that might work. So because that's what really helped me at Sky because they moved me into the principal role, and I was just like, I I don't know how to like act on this kind of level. And what was really really interesting there as well is uh there were women like in leadership positions that were there to like uh explain to me how to uh how to like look which was really important they were like so seems a bit weird but they were like look all your old conference shirts with holes in them you can't really wear them at this level now <laughs> and i was <laughs> like what and they were like no none of that and so yeah like my style changed a lot from their advice, which is really shit on one hand, but also uh, quite good on the other because, yeah, it's kind of set me up for the future. Hmm. I mean, you have to know how to play your audience, I guess, right? And to an extent, play play your team, your company, you know? Totally, totally. And like my really ratty old conference shirts weren't really giving off the leader vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think so, I might need to start breaking out an iron as well. I don't think I can get away with some of this, this crusty stuff. I I still don't believe in the iron. Just like <laughs> all I do is I just wear black t-shirts with no logos on them. Mm, like I just mm. have a drawer of black t-shirts and like yeah, and it's just easy. <laughs> but yeah, ironing is no iron. it's tough, huh? I I can't iron. No, ironing ironing's fucking awful. Like mm. what kind of sick fuck brought like brought up ironing? It's just 
that is not how I want to spend my time like at all. So yeah, no to that. <laughs> I certainly tend to buy garments that describe themselves as easy iron uh, because they mm. tend to all get away with not being ironed. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> So we've got a few other updates um, from our listeners this week. We put we put the word out saying uh, we're looking for stand-up updates from your lives. Um, we've got a handful of them. Um, and we, we also, at the start, we decided who was going to say each one, and I've already forgotten. Someone was going to be Kareem's. Yeah, I was. I'll take Kareem's. So Kareem, thank you very much for sending in your update. Uh, he says uh, he's uh, watching Netflix's Le League of Legends series, Arcane, which is pretty good. I love Le League of Legends. How come I've not heard of this? That sounds awesome. Well, I've I've heard of the TV series and heard it's got, got really, really good reviews. It's one of these quite like plot twisty kind of series, but I have no affinity with League of Legends at all. And I'm worried that I will go in and not know enough to, to enjoy it. But um, if it's, if, you're, if League of Legends is something you enjoy, then Arcane is supposed to be very, very good. Um, I also, I know that the theme to it is by Imagine Dragons, who are one of my favorite rock bands, and uh, that, that might tempt me in very soon. Awesome. Right. He also says uh, he's nice. Spend my first day uh, of work getting the primary product set up on my local machine. So congratulations again on starting your new role and uh, hope you have a fantastic career. Thank you, Kareem. The next update we have from the amazing Fila from the Netherlands. So she left us an audio update and Fila has one of the most beautiful voices in the world, I think, a Dutch-Scottish accent. Hi, a tech team. How's it going? This is Beerla from the Netherlands. Thanks for letting us share our stand-ups. This week's stand-up is actually quite special to me because I've been dealing with some burnout issues over the past few months. And this week is the first week that I am back to my normal number of working days in a week, which uh, is four days for me. So I'm really excited about that. I'm not back up to my normal hours. I'm only doing three hours a day at this point. But um, working four days a week just feels like a huge step forward to me. So that's great. So this week, I'll be trying to get back onto my, my old project, my favorite project from before I dropped out. So if I manage it, then by next week, I should be doing some hands-on testing. It's been the devs that have been testing. So surely they've made a huge chaos of it. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And no impediments for me at this point. Thanks. Bye. So, yeah, sorry to hear that you've been dealing with burnout. I think that this year has been hard for a lot of people just because it feels like it's never ending where you're staying from home. Um, mm -hmm. And, yeah, kind of feels like you've got less control on your life, which I think is one of the major things that leads to burnout. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm really glad that you've been able to, like, go back to work and you're picking up some stuff. Like, congratulations yeah. on feeling better sound incredibly incredibly cheerful like like your your, your outer attitude I, I wish i could carry that with me every day even mm. if uh, i'm struggling internally uh yeah it's a, yeah thank you very much for, for your message it must be freezing in amsterdam where she is right now i imagine how cold does it get in amsterdam it's colder than here you get does that, it oh yes you get solid continental freeze over there oh i didn't know i don't think it's as bad as some of the scandinavian countries but it definitely gets very cold are you looking at the temperature neo tell us I've checking it up it's currently it is uh saturday and it is three degrees uh which is mm. about about i mean i guess it's on a similar parallel to us look he says looking at a big map mm. uh yeah there, there are snow snow flurries a bit cold moderate oh. breeze yeah i think the storm arwen i imagine is probably sweeping across um, mm. the flats of holland as well i just can't wait to go back to amsterdam i've never been where in the summer when all the herons are out and like that just 
sounds absolutely incredible. I love Amsterdam. It's beautiful. Yeah, same here. Gorgeous place. I love going yeah. there. I've been yeah. there in summers and winters and summers are lovely. Winters yeah. not so much. <laughs> I just love Dutch people as well. Yeah, yeah, they're very good. So our final update comes from Kev, a long-time listener, um, sending a message from Hong Kong. Uh, he tried to do it in audio and then hit the audio limit, uh, so he's written it to us. Um, I don't know Kev's accent, so I'm just going to read it as me. Uh, it's quite long and quite chained of thoughty, uh, but it's it's worth hearing. So uh, let's go through and see what Kev is up to. Uh, Kev said, uh, firstly, I just want to say I'm loving the show. Uh, I watch you guys on YouTube every Monday and Tuesday. And when I hit play and hear the opening music and see your lovely faces, it brings a smile to my face. You guys have such great chemistry and I could just watch you guys talk all day. Um, I think we would just talk all day given the, the opportunity, but the, the listenership might go down if we did that. So. Um now, I'm not a guy that keeps up to date with the latest news, so you guys are keeping me informed. I also love the stand-up and finding out what you guys are up to. You have such exciting lives. Mine's not so interesting. It's all about work and the kids and the few hours at night I have to myself when everyone's in bed. Sounds quite similar to my life, actually, Kev. <laughs> uh, he says, that's quite a, a long-ass segue, but on to my stand-up. Uh, I come from the world of graphic design, which is different from you guys and maybe your listeners. I live in the world of... Neil tries to pronounce some of these words, uh, leading or leading, uh, kerning, die line, gutter, bleed, yada da. But our worlds did collide recently. I'm in the process of revamping our 10 year old website. You guys were talking about legacy codes in the other episode and the site was built in Drupal 5.1, whereas we're up to Drupal 9.3 now. Wow. And the way it was made, it still required some basic HTML coding, which goes against the whole point of building in Drupal. <laughs> As I have zero coding knowledge, I contacted a web developer to build the site for me. So I designed all the pages and sent it to him with all the assets two months ago. And this is the weird bit. Throughout the whole process, I never once got to see the progress. When I asked him to show me something, he said that most web developers don't work this way. He gave me some bullshit reason about sharing assets across the site and I had to just let him finish and I'll see it all working when it's done. Um, he asked, is that normal? Um, I have a story at the end no. of this story. Um, that's, not, that's not normal. Uh, anyway, after he missed his deadline, I asked him to show me what he had and all I got was the homepage with no working links. He then had the cheek to bitch and moan that my designs were too complicated and that he had to build custom templates for every page. Um, it's going to give him another two weeks to get it done. But in the meantime, Kev started to use Squarespace. I don't know how all you, you how you all feel about this, but it's good for someone like me that's got the designs done and just needs someone to build it for me. It's not mm. the greatest thing and you need to mess around with some CSS, but I'm going to see which site is better. His site, if it's ever finished, or the one I'm building myself. Um, yeah, mm. I, I've certainly, I, I've had previous experiences. I worked for an agency which used a design agency that dragged its feet in a weird way like that, where they said it'll be done when it's done. We eventually got them to show us something and it was clear they built it um, just on a widescreen monitor. Like we, we, we wanted something that was desktop and mobile and responsive. We just got, you know, a, a 300 pixel fixed width site. Like, well, we could have told you on day one that that wasn't going to work, but now it's a mm. month later. Um, mm. Yeah, it's dodgy behavior there, I think. We're working with our outsourcers at the moment, um, and it's been really interesting integrating them into our engineering processes, which are fucking hardcore. Like, and they they were very confused that we wanted to test things and we wanted to review their PRs because usually they just do everything and then fix everything at the end, which, I mean, if you do that, you're not going to find all the problems and the problems are going to become larger and the amount of refactoring that you're going to have to do and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it's really interesting, the different kind of things. But you do this because it's 
easier in the long term and it uh creates better quality software yeah, yeah. sorry kev that sounds like <laughs> so, uh they they are big buttheads um mm -hmm. I, I think i think an another big nod to um the benefits of internal docs as well for, for, for larger companies certainly like if you have requirements um for someone and you present to them and say this is what we need and this is why we need it and this is when we need it um, that, mm -hmm. that can, can be helpful but um mm -hmm. yeah sorry okay sounds like you've been stung quite badly there yeah. so like, sounds like a right cowboy mm -hmm. there's no there's no shame in using anything like squarespace either no. like just just use what you can to get yeah. what you need you know like and you're a graphic designer and a good one i can say because i've seen your stuff like <laughs> Squarespace will probably do for what you need. Mm. Yeah, we spoke last episode, was it last week? I don't know, time flies, about software complexity and, and the pros and cons of it. And this is an example of something like Squarespace. It gets the job done. If you don't need mm. to look under the hood, if it gets the job done for you and it doesn't take a month for someone dragging their feet, um, it sounds like it might be just what you need right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, the whole no code movement is very popular now. You know, there's lots and lots of no code or low code tools. You know, Squarespace is fine, Wix is fine. Um, there's a really good one called Bubble, um, bubble.io. It's like a graphic um, website builder, which lets mm. you do really tricky things as well if you want. I'll take That's a look. Cool. I've got a couple of projects burning under the hood that I didn't mention in my stand-up update uh, that will need a web front end. Um, and yeah, I don't really want to have to mess around with it. So that sounds like mm. might be perfect. I'll check out Bubble. Um, on Kev's behalf, he, he did say he acknowledges that was a bit of a rant. So I'm just going to finish with some good news slash interesting uh, geek stuff from Kev. Uh, he says, outside of work, uh, his lovely wife got a new got him a new Ultra 4K 55-inch TV for his birthday to replace an old 42-inch that wouldn't die. Uh, the only issue is he can't seem to get his hands on a PS5 to take advantage of all the 4K-ishness. Uh, speaking of games, I've just finished about 100 hours of Final Fantasy 15. I know it's a mess of a game, but I love it. And got only my second Platinum Trophy. The other was for... Near near automa automata. Oh yeah, I, I'm not massively into my JRPGs, but uh, I'm, I've heard the name before. Um, uh, in terms of the rest of his backlog, he's got another 20 games to go through. I think my backlog's in the hundreds on Steam. It's ridiculous. Uh, top of Kev's lists are Persona Five, Ghost of Tsushima, which I know Gwen's ran, uh, raved about, yeah, and Horizon Zero Dawn, which I know uh, we spoke off air about. That Gwen, you went into it because of all the dinosaurs you have to kill. Yeah, I don't like that. Dinosaurs <laughs> no, should, should not be die. Dinosaur fan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So he says, instead of pushing on, I decided to take a break and catch up on some TV series. Uh, I recently finished Mr. Robot, which I keep telling Sanj to give a try. I'm going to stick my hand up. Hand up. Uh, Sanj, you need to give it a try. It's in my top five shows of all time. It may even be number wow. one. Um, it's, it's incredible. I was dragged into it because of the, the tech is all really well researched. Like anytime anyone opens mm. a terminal and runs commands, they're real commands rather than all this keyboard bashing you see in, in Hollywood films. Um, mm. Obviously, it was a, the breakout role, for, the breakout role for Rami Malek, who's got on to mm. uh, to be Freddie Mercury, and um, he's the, the villain in the latest Bond film. Um, but there's a lot of other stuff going on in that show, particularly around uh, mental health and um, um, like how someone who's going through issues uh, feels like and sees the world. I don't want to say too much more because the, the best stuff about it, I can't spoil, but there's some really good twisty stuff going on there. Um, if you get a chance, it's all on uh, Amazon, I believe. Um, check it out. Uh, it's incredible. Um, Kev did say he watched one episode of Kevin can go F himself, but had to stop because it was too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope it doesn't relate to the character Kevin in that show. Cause he's uh, an ass. It's but, totally um, his life. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says he, he wants to watch it. With, he wants to watch it with his missus. Uh, hopefully, his missus doesn't get any hints uh, from it. But he's going to watch Future Man in the meantime. Future Man is okay. one that's on my Amazon backlog as well. I'm aware of it. There's a couple of series of it. Um, uh, I, I really want to watch that sometime as well. And finally, uh, there's a new art museum M Plus, which is opening in Hong Kong. Uh, his <gasps> wife managed to secure some tickets, so we'll be going there with the kids uh, this weekend, probably as we're recording. Uh, really looking forward to that. Uh, that is Kev's roundup. He says. Take care and looking forward to season two, as are we. Oh, my yeah. God. Tell, please tell us about that art museum um, after you've been there, Kev. I would love, love to hear about that. Can you send us some pictures? I Yeah, yeah. Send like... a postcard, yeah. yeah. Oh! In, in cool. what little time you have left before your wife kills you. <laughs> <laughs> The wash up. Um, any last words, Gwen? Neil? I, I have Gordon. one last word. I, I forgot to throw in earlier, but this episode comes out on November the 29th. We're at the end of November. Sanj, what are mm-hmm. you doing with your lovely, lovely beard? Is it sticking or going? I don't know. I think it's probably going to have to go. Although Why? I, my face is nice and warm, <laughs> which is nice. So I might keep it for winter, maybe. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. We'll see you next it's week. so pretty and it's <laughs> growing so fast. It's grown a lot. This is the most hair I've had in over 15 years on my head <laughs> or my face. Really? It, it look it looks elegant. I can't grow mine out much. <laughs> you can just about see. I, I have white I have white flecks in it that just look, just looks really terrible when it grows out. Whereas you've you've embraced the whole lot. I'm, so uh, I'm yeah. Santa. Yeah. I'm the <laughs> Santa. Okay. On that note, we're going to wrap up. So thank you all very much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Um, please send us your questions, comments, feedback. Uh, as usual, please remember to subscribe and like. And remember that the next week is our uh, series finale, uh, the end for this year. And it'll be a little retro where we do a little retrospective of, of this uh, series. And uh, I guess that's it. See you next week. Sweet. Can't wait. See you later. See you, Bye. Ciao. Tech Team Weekly.